0: 50 percent righteousness. Yo, Angela Yee, I love you. 50% righteousness. I'm not Just sit down. Ah, i not like 95% ratchet. Becoming the most prominent form for him. Wake your ass up. It's early in the morning, but they told me it was y'all. I said, oh, hell yeah, I'm getting up. The world's most dangerous morning show. DJ Envy. Your people's choice. Angela Yee. I'm a sweetheart, but I'll catch you. Charlemagne the God. Prince of Pissing people. I can't believe you guys are the best, kids. Collectively known as Breakfast Club, bitches.
1: Yo, 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 yo,
2: yo, yo, yo. Well, good morning, Charlemagne. Good morning, Angela Angestoifications. It's
1: Friday!
2: Yes, indeed it is.
1: Listen, man, Miguel dropped a new album this morning. That was the energy that I was on. Why didn't I know Miguel was dropping an album today?
2: First of all, Miguel, his song Skywalker is my favorite song right now. The song with him and Travis Scott.
1: Drop one the Cruz Bombs with uh Skywalker. I love pineapple skis. That okay. was
2: actually while we were on vacation in Montserrat. That was the theme song. We always have a theme song every time we go on a trip.
1: And Skywalker was yours? Yeah. I
2: just like the song.
1: I just don't know why I didn't know Miguel was, was, was dropping an album. Was that a thing? Or did this come out of nowhere? I know he was dropping like records here and there, but I didn't know the whole album was coming out. It's called War and Leisure.
2: Yeah,
1: well listen. I like Miguel. Miguel is my favorite RB singer at, at the moment. Him and uh Anderson Pack. I haven't heard from Anderson Pack in a while
2: though. Randomly I saw both of them in the same place at the same time at this uh they had this dinner uh, honoring Issa Ray. Okay. And they were both there. And mm-hmm. I was like, well, that's a nice uh picture of the well, two of them together. Well that's
1: the energy I'm on this morning. Miguel, uh Warren Leisure album, okay? I feel like roller skating and making babies all at the same time. All right. Yes, at least all in the same 24 hour span.
2: Well, I was away yesterday, now I'm back. It feels like a lot of things have happened since then.
1: Um. Yeah, I mean, a lot of reaction to the, the Cameron interview, the very biased Cameron interview, okay? Everybody kept hitting me saying how how biased it was. Yes, it was biased because it was a Cameron interview about Mace. Mace wasn't here to explain his side of the story.
2: But uh, maybe he will be. You think so? We're working on that. I the got facts. too
1: many calls from Harlem people yesterday. I don't think that you should talk to more than one or two Harlem people in a month, man.
2: Well, <laughs> Mace left some comments on Instagram. He did? Where at? Uh, on my Instagram page when we posted the picture with Cameron and the video. What did he say? He said, we found his real sister. And then he said, I love you. Winners don't have to explain. See Exhibit A, the oracle and bio. How are you just
1: going to dig up a whole sister?
2: I don't like, know, I, 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 but if, this is if, very if, interesting. If
1: Cam say he don't have a sister and you saying he does have a sister, somebody lying. But how are you going to dig up a whole sister? And why would somebody lie about having a whole sister? Come on now. Well, I guess
2: we'll see. Uh, Wait, what's going
1: on? Am I, am I the only one that's on drugs? Am I on drugs or something? I don't Sometimes know. I think I'm in the matrix, bro.
2: I don't know what's going on, but I guess we're going to find out at some point soon. Like People really were,
1: in my comments, mad at me. You didn't challenge Cam on having a sister. If the man said he don't got no sister...
2: I can't force him I to say. I can't force him
1: to say he got a sister. Like, come on, seriously, you got a brother, right? You,
2: yes, I do. We know that. For I don't a have a sister.
1: I have two sisters, two brothers. All right, and two more sisters that my dad had with some other women. Okay, this I know of. Well, for maybe a fact. now,
2: now maybe if you had a, a stepsister that wasn't blood related, uh, well, I we, don't know.
1: We, we asked Cam that though. Like, you, dude, I got I got women in my life that I call my sister? You know, yes, said, you do. Is, is there a woman that you have in your life that you call a sister? He's, he said no. So, what do, you, what do you want us to do? Huh? I don't know, man. Whatever.
2: All right. Well, let's get it started. You know, today is also World AIDS Day. So we'll give you some more information about that. And it's also freaky, freaky, freaky Friday. And I got oh, some Freaky Friday front page news stories. Today's for you.
1: Rosa Parks day, too.
2: Oh, yes, it is. I don't
1: know what that means. I ain't no Rosa Parks had a day. I'm gonna be dead honest with y'all. Y'all didn't either, okay?
2: And it's Janelle Monet's birthday.
1: Drop one of Clues Buns with Janelle Monet. Birthday.
2: Happy birthday,
3: Janelle
1: Monet. And Richard Pryor, but it's the world's most dangerous morning show, The Breakfast Club. Charlemagne the God, Angeli Yee, DJ Envy is still on vacation. Yes, he is still spending that change for change money in Bora Bora. Or uh, Tahiti. Where'd he,
2: where'd he go? He, did, he went to Tahiti first. Mm. I don't know if that was like a, a stop on the way to Bora Bora, but mm, he ended mm, up in mm, Bora Bora. Mm, I believe mm. that tomorrow is his last day of vacation. Mm, mm,
1: mm, 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 mm. I saw him riding bikes underwater and all kind of stuff. Yeah. Oh, go ahead. Live your life like it's golden. You just better have that check <laughs> for the gathering for justice, okay? When the money gets presented to them next week, you just better be here and be having some money. He all said
2: right? it's what, $250,000? To do what? That we raised. Oh, way more than that. Oh, okay. I thought he spent the rest.
1: (laughs) 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 You got front page news. uh. Yes,
2: I told you today is World AIDS Day. So every year, December 1st, since 1988, it's a way that you bring awareness of the disease and mourn the people who have passed away from it. Now, uh, people have all kinds of misconceptions about HIV, like that you can get it from sharing a drinking glass or being in the same pool, but those are just misconceptions. A lot of Americans don't understand uh, how you really can get it. And right now, this event is focusing on successes in the global fight against the disease and the importance of continuing these efforts for all the people who are living with HIV-AIDS, about 36.7 million people worldwide.
1: So wear condoms today. I know it's Friday. I know you're planning on having a good time tonight. But if you're not in a relationship where you can have unprotected, uh, guilt-free sex then put on a condom today.
2: All right, I'm glad you said that because the smart condom is now here.
0: What's that mean?
2: Now, a Fitbit-style condom. It measures a man's performance in bed. You, It looks like a small rubber bracelet. Mm-mm, mm-mm. And it takes, if you have um Revolt TV, you can see what it looks like. And it mm-mm, actually mm-mm. logs data during That's a cock sex. ring.
1: I know a cock ring <laughs> when I see one.
2: Yeah, well...
1: That is, a, come on now. Hey, no, that's a cock ring.
2: I'm looking at, it's kind of like... How they would have the Nike Fitbit, but now it's one for your penis.
1: I ain't got time for that kind of pressure.
2: So it it actually measures how many calories you burn during sex, how fast your thrusts are. No, no, no. How long you last. It can also detect STDs. Mm
1: -mm.
2: And it's flexible enough, so it'll be very comfortable no matter what your size
1: is. I I don't need that kind of pressure because you already be having guilt when you're having sex with a woman and you premature ejaculate. You're wondering what she thinks. I don't need a BitFit telling me that I underperform. Fitbit whatever fit bit bit fit uh, but
2: you might need a bit fit whatever I don't want it. I don't
1: want that in the bedroom okay all
2: right well what about the sex robots the sex robots are coming that was a documentary they had on channel 4 and it was a documentary looking at how close humans and machines are going to get and it's looking at the sex robot industry now you know they already had those real dolls that's people that are very that like to get those realistic looking sex dolls have mm-hmm. you ever seen those yes I have All right, well, now that same company is making uh, Harmony. Now, in order to go on a date with Harmony, I guess uh, you can actually have sex with these robots. 80% of customers say they want a female doll. Only 20% want a a male doll, but... Uh, If you have a chance to see this documentary, you got to take a look at it because they're saying that at some point, people are going to
1: be extinct and robots are going to take over the whole planet. Yes, that is true.
2: And they're going to have these women talk and show pre-programmed emotions. But some people are saying there's issues because it kind of teaches you that these women are there only to flatter a man and excite him and also to be subservient. So they say things like, whatever you say.
1: So they want their women to be like... Old school, basically, like I, 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 how guys used to want women to be way, way, way back. Well, in basically,
2: the day. like a robot and unrealistic. Yeah. Whatever you say.
1: Well, listen, robots are on the way. Whether y'all know it or not, you know, Donald Trump scared all these poor and disenfranchised white people by telling them the Mexicans were taking all their jobs. The robots definitely coming to take all your jobs. Now,
2: you think that having sex with a robot is cheating? No. No. <laughs>
1: no, I don't I'm think just it's asking. cheating. No, I don't think it's cheating at all. Now, but you have to, I think you should tell your wife.
2: You know but what I Because These
1: robots look realistic. You know what I mean? Like you don't want to be down in the basement banging a robot and then your wife walk in on you and she might go grab the scrap or at least my wife. Or will. you know what so the robots it was a robot.
2: Could be good for. If you wanted to have a threesome. Now, that makes sense. So, you bring bringing robot in as a third person.
1: Nah. See, I ain't with all... Y'all bringing all this technology in the bedroom. I ain't got time for that, man. All these now Big Fit cock rings and robots. I ain't got time for that, man.
2: Or I'm, maybe I'm if you school. always wanted to experiment with, like, same sex, you'd get another man one.
1: All right. And try
2: it. <laughs> all right.
1: All right. Artificial anus intelligence. <laughs> All right. <laughs> All right. Okay. Get it off your chest. 1-800-585-1051. Uh, yes. If you want to call us right now, invent about anything. If you want to call us and celebrate life, you can do that, too. It's the world's most dangerous morning show, The Breakfast Club. The Breakfast Club. Let's go. This is your time to get it off your chest. Whether you're man or black. We want to hear from you on the Breakfast Club. So if
3: you got something on your mind, let yeah. yeah.
1: Good morning. Get it off your chest. I am blessed this morning,
3: Angela. I haven't been having a great week, but I I, I did see a show earlier on this week. It was dope. Um, I'm happy because I got life. I'm a little upset because my job messed my checkup. They always seem to mess my checkup. I just don't get it. What do you I'm mean, sure your, nobody job? You mean your job? or taxes? Mess. No, my job messed my checkup. They they, I, they, didn't pay me for my Friday or my holiday pay. It's some oh, BS, Charlamagne. I man. had plans for the weekend, dog. I had big plans for my weekend, man.
1: Well, you really don't have too many plans because let's be for real. The first is today. So the check that we get, the, the check that we get around is the first true? goes to bills and it goes to rent and mortgages and child support and all that good stuff. Not,
3: not if the check before the end of the month check you use to pay your bills. You gotta be smart. Oh. about oh, so that.
1: You, so you just set you know that
2: one up to take care of that, so you could have this one for leisure. I like
1: your style, boy. Yeah, I like your that, style. That, that's because I'm a little entrepreneur. I got a little business. So you know what I'm saying? I, I try to, you know, I gotta have some money for that too. You know how it is out here, man. My brother. Well, blessings to you, man.
2: All right. I'm sorry. Shout out to y'all, man. Good morning. Tell us why you're mad
3: or blessed. Get it off your chest. Who's this? What's up, Breakfast Club? This is Jay. Hi, Jay. Jay. Hi. I'm very blessed. I had the pleasure of seeing Mr. S. Carter perform in Brooklyn this Monday. And then I became an instant fan when I ran into Charlemagne after the show. He really do be looking like he wears concealer, cover up, all that good uh, stuff, but I mean, <laughs> the man looked good. I'm telling you right now, he looked good. Hi, Chalamet.
1: Good morning, boo. <laughs> Salute to my girl. Dermat- now, I want
3: to know, was that your wife you was with?
1: Yes, it was.
3: Now, you see, I didn't take a picture or put her on Snap, because I know y'all be low-key. I love that, but let me just say on air, she a real, real definition of black excellence, Okay. Y'all two look great <laughs>
1: together. Well, I appreciate that because the internet says I have a white wife. So thank you.
0: No, you
3: Nubian <laughs> queen, okay? And y'all, he really ain't that short. He ain't that tall, but he ain't that short either. Are you sure you and- ran into Charlemagne? He's not short. <laughs> <laughs> me, Charlemagne. I was standing right outside of the old Navy, waiting for my Uber.
1: Did you That's get some right. of that jerk chicken? See? Did you get some of that jerk chicken outside of the Barclays?
3: I was standing by, the- by by his whole little setup because I was cold, but nah, I was I was off the deuce day. That, so jerk appetite, chick- I was off
1: the that jerk chicken outside of the Barclays was bomb. Dude Ooh, gave me his card. I can't remember. Damn, damn I forgot his card, They were
2: jerk chicken on the street? Yes, the dude had yep, a jerk right chicken truck street. right across from the
1: Barclays. I've never
2: seen that. Must <laughs> have made about $5,000 that night. What? Right. Well, that's an entrepreneur. <laughs> she said he probably made about $5,000. Oh, yeah, yeah,
1: easily, easily, easily. Well, thank you, baby. Appreciate you. That's Get It Off Your Chest, 1-800-585-1051. If you want to call and vent about anything, if you want us to call and celebrate life, hit us up. It's the Breakfast. Club. The
0: Breakfast Club. Lucky for you, that's
3: what I like. That's what I
0: like. Get <laughs> pick up the mother, mother phone and die. This is your time to get it off your chest, whether you're mad or blessed.
3: Say it with your chest.
0: We want to hear from you on the Breakfast Club. So you better have the same energy.
2: Yeah. Good morning, get it off your chest.
0: Yeah, I want to get it off my chest. You know what I mean? Don't get it twisted. I'm blessed, but I'm I'm upset because they killed Gaddafi, they killed the king of, of, of Libya, and now them people was enslaved. And they killed them because you um, United Nations justified it by saying he was doing so bad to them people and so they allowed it with a no-fly zone, and now that they got slaves over there, it's no-fly zones going on. Ain't no nothing going on. You know what I mean? And that's just unacceptable.
1: Well, let's we be let's be, right. let's be for real. Yes, uh, that Libya slave trade that go that is going on is a direct reflection of Barack Obama and Hillary Clinton going in there and uh, taking out Gaddafi and not putting a proper regime in place. That could hold Livia down. Simple as that, yeah, and that's, that's why that's, that's why too. that's why Libya got out of control.
0: Yeah, but but you know we blessed. You know what I mean, Charlemagne. Yo, all of y'all do good, man. Yo, we appreciate y'all. Y'all bring so much light. You know what I mean. And and I got your book too. I gotta get it signed. I- I'll
1: sign your book for you, my brother. Oh
2: Lord. I right,
1: definitely. Man. You take it easy, yes sir.
2: Good morning. Get it up your chest. Tell us why you matter. Tell us why you bless. Who's this?
0: Oh, uh, this is AJ from Miami. What I'm, up, AJ? I'm, yeah, how you doing, Miss Angelique? Angelique. Charlemagne. What's up, my brother? <laughs> yeah, I'm mad because um, when I'm trying to have relations with myself or I'm watching
3: pornos, and um, the guy started talking, that's really a, um, a, so a you boner So you, uh, you were
2: masturbating, and the guy started talking. Why didn't you put it on
3: mute? Oh, um, I like to hear the throat of the woman and in the, in the skin slapping. And the okay.
2: penetration. <laughs> I can tell by the way You're breathing That you really enjoy I don't like enjoy. the way you sound My brother <laughs> I know He's breathing I'm driving
1: right now I'm on the road I'm Why would driving? you just call yeah. up here And tell Angela Yee that? like, that's He text- told
2: both of us He said good morning To Charlemagne too And he was talking to Angela Lee Not Angela Yee. Oh, oh
1: I just wanted to Share with the
3: world That's all, that's all
1: right. you know we live huh? in a world full of huh? sexual assault and sexual harassment and rape culture. It's watching
2: go... important. Now, let me ask you this. When the guy starts uh, talking, do you have to start all over again?
0: Oh, uh, Sometimes. Sometimes I got to find a different scene where, you know, certain guys talk a little too much, like Wesley Pipes talk a little too You much talk a little, so
1: little too can't. much. You're going to learn the hard way, bro. You still out here <laughs> talking like it's the 90s.
3: <laughs> hey, man, I'm not, I'm, not, I'm not taking nothing from nobody. I'm, 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 I'm touching myself.
2: Maybe you need wow. to maybe That's you need what to was doing too. Maybe you need to loop your favorite scenes over and over again.
1: Jesus Christ.
2: I'm just trying to help. It's Freaky Friday. Yes, it is Freaky all Friday. All right, well, that was Get It Off Your Chest. You know, we do that every morning so that you can start your day right.
1: Yeah, you got rumor report coming up next year.
2: Yes, we are gonna be talking about, let's talk about some more sexual harassment cases. We'll tell you who just fired three employees because of sexual harassment, and we'll talk about some new allegations. Jeez.
1: All right, all that and more on the world's most dangerous morning show The Breakfast Club. The Breakfast
0: Club. This is the Rumor Report with Angela Yee. Rumor has it on the Breakfast Club. So
3: listen up, nah, 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 nah. Well,
2: Russell Simmons, man, there's another allegation against him. And this is from the writer Jenny Lumet. She's the screenwriter from Rachel Getting Married and The Mummy. Now, we told you previously that there was a model who had allegations against Russell Simmons and a situation that happened with her and Brett Ratner and Russell Simmons, where she felt like, well, she said she was allegedly uh, anally penetrated by Russell Simmons in the shower and he forced her to perform oral sex. Well, now this writer Jenny Lumet is saying, and she, by the way, is the granddaughter of Lena and also the daughter of filmmaker Sidney Lumet. She said that uh, in response to what Russell Simmons wrote where he said he's never committed any acts of aggression or violence in my life I would never knowingly cause fear or harm to anyone. She wrote a whole letter to Russell. She said Dear Russell, I met you around 1987 through Rick Rubin who has always been kind to me. She goes on to talk about one night around 1991 when she was 24. She was was at a restaurant. She said I I'd worked there when I was 17 as the coach check girl, and I enjoyed returning. I still knew some of the staff. And she talked about how Russell Simmons was there, and he had a car and a driver that evening and offered her a ride to her home. That's when she said, sure. She didn't have any issues with him. They had known each other, had been in the same circle. She was in the Run DMC movie. He would sometimes send her flowers at work. She didn't take it that seriously, but he did respect her grandmother, Lena Horn. Now, she said the driver started to drive. She said, I assumed you knew where I lived because you had sent me 250 balloons. But I gave the driver my address, 19th Street and 2nd Avenue, and Russell said no. And she said to the driver again, 19th Street, and he said no. And that's when the car doors locked. She said it was loud. The noise made me jump. Now, she talks about how she felt at this time. She said, I felt dread and disorientation. I wanted to go home. I said I wanted to go home. I didn't recognize the man next to me. I didn't know if the situation would turn violent. I remember thinking I must be crazy. I remember hoping the Russell I knew would return at any moment. And then she says, when they did get to the apartment, he had her alone in the elevator, pressed her into the corner with his body, his hands, and his mouth. She went up to his apartment and she said at that point she was just trying to keep him calm. She said, I thought, just keep him calm and you'll get home. Maybe another person would have thought differently, she said. But she decided that she was going to make that trade of just doing whatever he said just so that he would not overreact and she could get out of there safe. She said there was penetration. At one point, you were only semi-erect and appeared frustrated angry. I remember being afraid that you would deem it my fault and become violent. I did not know if you were angry, but I was afraid that you were. So in order to try to keep the situation from escalating, she said she just wanted to not be difficult and stay contained. She said you told me to turn over on my stomach. You said something about a part of my body. You did not ejaculate inside me. She said when everything was done, she just got her clothes and quickly went down the elevator by herself. And you know, she said she spoke out now because she doesn't want the women who are speaking out against him to be left twisting in the wind maybe the recalling of this incident can be helpful i don't know if it can but she said she has built a life in the past 25 years and a reputation in the industry i need no one to have the visual this visualization of me i will let the others lose work because of this i realize how privileged i am to be able to risk that
1: is russell denying these allegations because he denied oh no he said the first ones were consensual right what is he saying about this Right.
2: One? He said his recollection of that first one was consensual. Now, with this one, he released a statement, and he said he's been informed with great, great anguish of her recollection of that night in 1991. He said, I know Jenny and her family, and I've seen her several times over the years since the evening she described. While her memory of that evening is very different from mine, it's now clear to me that her feelings of fear and intimidation are real. While I have never been violent, I have been thoughtless and insensitive in some of my relationships over many decades and I sincerely and humbly apologize. And he did step down. He's supposed to be doing the all deaf comedy movie with HBO. He's has stepped down from that. Now HBO is going to air all deaf comedy as planned, but Russell Simmons will not appear. Oh, it's a series in the new series. And they're also taking his name from the show moving forward. So he
1: stepped down, was that mean like he retired or
2: from the HBO all deaf comedy. So he's not on that at all. You won't see his name on there.
1: But oh, no, they say you said he stepped down. What did he step down from?
2: From all deaf comedy as planned. He's not going to be uh, involved oh, cause, with Yeah, because I read
1: that yesterday. I thought he said he stepped down from his companies. I was just wondering what, what all the companies were. Because I, when I read it, they read it like, what happens? he retiring? That's like the first retirement because of rape culture, right?
2: Well, yeah, I, I think he might be just stepping down so that he doesn't cause a distraction from mm. all these companies. But, you know, I guess he is saying that maybe what he didn't realize at that time...
1: Was rape co- Was rape. Was rape. Yeah. Yeah. And- Russell's an interesting one because we've all witnessed the growth of Russell. And, you know, he was on that cocaine and meat back in the day. But I don't think he's the same person anymore. So if the allegations are true, like, what should happen now? Like, how do you deal with a person who's righteous now but used to be a
2: savage? I mean, if you messed up and did something and ruined somebody else's lives.
1: You got to pay for it.
2: You have to. And there's nothing you can do. And he must know that he said he is removing himself from all of the businesses Mm. that he founded. So that's happening. Um, I had a lot more to tell you guys about other people affected, but we'll get into that later <laughs> in the rumors. We're going to talk about ASAP Bari, who's now being sued Lord for sexual mercy. assault. We're going to talk about Matt Lauer and give you an update on everything that's happening with him. Who's
1: not raping women? Like, Jesus Christ, what is going on out here in these streets? A lot of people aren't. Who's not sexually assaulting A lot women? of people. Who's not sexually harassing women? All
2: right, well, I'm Angela E. Every, and yeah, that y'all
1: raise your hands. What the hell <laughs> wrong with y'all?
2: Is your Rumor Reports.
1: And we got front page news coming up next, right?
2: Uh, yes, it is Freaky 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 Friday, and we're going to talk about sex and robots.
1: That's right. It's the world's most dangerous morning show. The Breakfast Club. Starbucks almost killed me just now.
2: No, you almost killed yourself. <laughs> Young Body
1: B, Grammy-nominated Cardi B. Can you believe that? Did you ever think we'd be saying that two I think years it's ago, awesome. three years ago? Drop on the clues bombs for Cardi B, man. Nominated. Please, always remember, Cardi B is not cooler because she's nominated for a Grammy. The Grammys are cooler because they nominated Cardi B.
2: And shout right? out to everybody nominated. Shout out to SZA who got nominated for five yes.
1: Grammys. Yes, salute to SZA. Salute to Rhapsody.
2: Yes, Rhapsody got yes. nominated as well.
1: Absolutely. Now let's start front page news.
2: All right, we're going to talk you about... Know
1: what? I think I haven't done the sports course You sure haven't. Week. I just, just kind of da- let it go. Dallas beat Washington 38 to 14. Oh, so now you want to do it. Wait, hold not on. Not that I was watching. Not that I was watching.
2: You can't just randomly do one watching. sports
1: score. I didn't say I was watching. I didn't say anything. I didn't say I was watching. I just want to say, I just think we should say the Dallas Cowboys beat the Washington Redskins 38 to 14. So That's what's all. their
2: record now? I don't know. Yes, you do.
1: They may or may not be 500. I don't know. I'm not ta- i am not quite sure. I'm not watching. I haven't watched.
2: All right. <laughs> Anyway, let's talk about this Fitbit uh, type of condom. Now, a British firm has released the first photos of this condom. It's going to measure your performance in the bedroom. So you can actually see how many calories you burn during sex. Nope. Also, how fast your thrusts are. Nope. How long you last. Nope. And if the person or if you have STDs. Nope. So this is going to be flexible. I guess it's like rubbery to ensure maximum comfort. It's like a circle. It's a a cock ring, man.
1: Stop it. That's all it is.
2: All right. And you use it with a normal condom, so you still have to use a condom. It's like an ankle bracelet, but around your penis. That's
1: too much. <laughs> like, how you got, why, like, like, wh- wh- how can you experience pleasure when you got all that on your penis? It's just too much of a distraction. But
2: people use those type of devices, like you said, for pleasure. So maybe the Fitbit can also be pe- pleasurable.
1: First of all, you know, it's, a, it's enough pressure in the bedroom worrying about what your woman think of your performance. I don't need somebody actually judging me on my performance, okay?
2: Wouldn't it be kind of awesome to know if somebody has an STD, though, by, you know, you put that on and you're like, whoa. Got to get out of here. You ain't going to
1: stop. Listen, I guarantee you, them dudes ain't going to stop.
2: You wouldn't stop if the If they
1: already got... How many how many thrusts does it take before it registers that it's an STD going on? I don't know. It depends on, on how fast... It ain't, it ain't like you just put it in and it's just like, ding, 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 herpes. Like it's going to take a few thrusts. Once you get the few thrusts going, you ain't stopping for no herpes. Nope.
2: No. Okay. Well, that sounds very personal. Um, now, let's talk about these sex robots. Now, there was a documentary called The Sex Robots Are Coming. It all started with these, they had those very real dolls. It's called real dolls for people to have sex with dolls that look like real people. Well, now they have Harmony, and -hmm. these are sex robots. And I've been reading about this a lot lately, how sex robots are gaining popularity, and pretty soon people are going to be having sex with robots. Which some people look at as a great thing. Some people look like not so great of a thing because according to some experts, they're saying it's very sinister that people are are going to be looking at these uh, sex robots as empty vessels and it's misogynistic. So how are you going to treat a real woman if you're just used to being with a sex robot? These robots can talk and they say things like whatever you say. Well, if you're with a sex robot, you don't want to be with a real woman. They're basically pro... I'm sure you might want to, but maybe some guys just can't make it happen. Hmm. But... You know, these women are programmed to just basically flatter you and be very passive and say what you want to hear. So what happens when you try to make that transition? <laughs>
1: Bruh, I ain't about to fight for robot rights. I'm telling y'all <laughs> that right now. I ain't even. We're not even going down that road. At least I'm not. Y'all on your own with that one. Okay?
2: All right, well... I'll, I'll
1: show up to a women's march, but not no robot. I will
2: march. ask this, because they do have women and men robots, but of course the women are the ones that are more in demand. Would you consider it cheating if... You know, what if your wife was having sex with a man robot?
1: Boom. Okay, you asked that question of me earlier. You asked me what I consider cheating, and that's exactly what I thought about. I thought about first. I said no, but then I thought I wouldn't approve of my wife doing that. Right. You know what I'm saying? So if if I wouldn't approve of her doing that, then maybe I shouldn't do it either.
2: What if she's like, I want a robot, but the penis got to be bigger than my husband's because I've been struggling.
1: (laughs) No. No, that's not how this is gonna work. Okay, all right. No, we're not gonna do that. Like you're not. We're not gonna do that. Cause then but, that's all. I'm gonna, all that's gonna do is entice you to probably want a bigger penis in real life. You know what I'm saying? You're like, well, how does a big penis feel on a real man? You know what I mean? What
2: if you're like, you're all stretched out, she's like, oh, I was having sex with the robot. No, nah, no,
1: nah, yeah, I'm not doing all that. <laughs> Keeping all that at the house. Like all of that to me is like opening up Pandora's box. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like I don't want none of those problems. But like, now, no, what if no you robot told her- women, no robot men?
2: I want to bring a third person in, and she's like, "You know what? I'm gonna let you bring in a third robot."
1: Nope. What if the robot malfunctions in the middle of sex, and you can't shut the that robot be off? be
2: awesome. What if it's just shaking? I ain't <laughs> got
1: time for all that. I'm, I, I personally don't think it's—I don't think it's cheating, but I wouldn't do it.
2: Okay. You know what but I'm let's saying? But say if I did do it, I would ask
1: permission. I would say, "Yo," I would tell her I'm having sex with this robot. Would I feel you feel like-
2: weird after?
1: Um, not if I told her. Because no, I, but
2: I mean like just because you're having sex with a robot. Is that weird to nah, you? Nah, that's probably
1: like a that's like a higher level of masturbation.
2: <laughs> that's all okay. that is. A rich man's masturbating. Yeah, I don't think I don't think I don't
1: think that's I don't think nah I wouldn't feel bad about that. But I would tell her because if I was sneaking around doing it, then it would make me feel like I was doing something wrong. So if I told her, like, you're going to have sex with this robot, I got this robot in the basement, it's my sex robot, keep me from cheating on you, boom.
2: Now, if you could get a robot that looks like somebody, who would it look like?
1: We ain't even doing that. See, now that's cheating. Now, <laughs> now you're talking about cheating, because now you're fantasizing. It's your little
2: Oprah robot.
1: That's disrespectful. <laughs> right. Okay. And I would get Gail before Oprah. All right, but that's disrespectful. But what I'm saying now is... Gail's gonna now Gail's going to feel awkward. Now, now I'm saying... You know, I'm not having this conversation This is too, Why are we having this conversation this morning? What's the question?
2: <laughs> okay. Is cheating with a robot, con- is um, having sex with a robot considered cheating? Yes. Would you it allow is. your significant other, would you do
1: it? And you know how I know it is? Because that was a very complicated conversation <laughs> that I couldn't quite explain. So, yes, it is cheating. If you're trying to justify why you're doing something that you ain't got no business doing, it, it's probably wrong. 1
2: 800 585 1051. Let us know what you think. It's The Breakfast Club.
1: The Breakfast Club. Yeah, it's the World's Most Dangerous Morning Show, The Breakfast Club. Charlamagne the God and Angela Yee. DJ Envy is still on vacation, but he'll be back Monday. But today is Friday, so you know what that means.
2: It's, it's Freaky Freaky Freaky, freaky, freaky Friday. Friday! And
1: we're asking a simple question today. Uh, Angela Yee was reporting in Front Page News about these robot sex workers. Yeah,
2: well, they're not sex workers. They're sex robots. They're not sex workers. Same difference. All right, so you can have your very own sex robot. Would you have sex with a robot, and is that cheating?
1: <clears throat> yes. Sleeping with a robot is cheating. I've, I've come to the conclusion that it is cheating. It is AI. It's not
2: even a person.
1: It's AI. Artificial infidelity, right? And the thing about artificial infidelity is if you're not telling your wife that you're sleeping with a robot and you're sneaking around having sex with this robot, it's cheating.
2: Well, what if the robot's in the house with you guys and she knows you're doing it? Is if, that, she, if she knows... Is that weird?
1: All fairs in loving robots.
2: What if you have sex with the robot more than your wife?
1: Now, that's when you're getting disrespectful. And okay. that's the problem that having this robot in the house could do. Because there's no pressure. Like, the thing about it is, when you have sex with your woman, it's a lot of pressure. That's why I don't need no bit fit for my penis. You know what I'm saying? Fit fit. bit for your penis. Because it's already a lot of pressure. You're worried about performing for her. You're worried about, you know, lasting long. You're worried about if she enjoys it or not. You got to worry about things, like if she has an orgasm. With a robot, you ain't got to worry about none of that. So you would enjoy having sex with the robot more because there's less pressure.
2: Okay, all right. And then you'll be like, why don't you act more like the robot? See what I'm saying? Tell me how great I am. And then,
1: then go be with that little funky ass robot, did. That's that's what's going to happen. And then if
2: she had a man robot, oh, it would be on and popping. You don't have to worry about, oh my God, is he going to last? Is he going to make me orgasm? You know what's going to happen. It's yes. A robot.
1: And that is exactly why sleeping with a robot is cheating. It's artificial infidelity, AI. Let's all go right. to the phones.
2: Well, good morning. What do you think about having sex with a robot? Is that cheating? Hey, man. If when I'm done having sex with a robot, the robot don't
3: say, "Ooh, that was great, let's go again." I ain't cheating on nobody then, baby.
2: Now the robot can't say
3: the robot can't, say, say, the no robot can't say that. Hold on, they can. Yes. Or when they're in there with that robot then, baby. When with that
1: robot then. Let me ask you a question, my brother. If you came home, and you, heard you you heard your wife upstairs moaning. I mean, moaning crazy. Ah! And this robot in there just going ham on that poom poom, How you gonna feel?
3: I'm I'm joining in, baby. It's a threesome now, baby. Let's keep the party going, man. If so so we don't to, do it, then let's do it, baby. So who you can go, make you scream a lot. Is me or robot?
1: That robot going to bang you and your wife. <laughs> and ain't nothing hey, you can oh, do oh, about it. Hey, now, what
2: hey, if hey, the you, robot you, tries to get it in? Nah, what you're if your wife's far? robot tries to get it in with you? Oh, no, Somebody getting sued, baby.
3: Somebody getting sued. Now, I, now, I ain't no that's <laughs> making... You ain't said that's making gay robots. You said that's making robots for my wife. You ain't said the robot was,
1: was going both ways, man.
2: No, you can a robot be gay?
1: Uh, robo
3: you f-
2: ain't said the <laughs> robot was going both ways,
3: man.
1: Have, have a blessed <laughs> day. What kind of robots
2: y'all crazy, man? Good morning. We're talking about sex with robots. Who's this, and do you think that would be cheating? Hey, this is Najid. Najid?
0: Yeah. What do you think? Honestly, I think that is cheating, but it really depends on it depends on how realistic this robot is. Okay, what do so- you mean?
1: Break it down. It's, <laughs> it's been, just, just assume that it's very realistic, sir.
0: Uh, assuming that it's very realistic. Now, you can't just go around and do Honestly, you know, men, if they do that. Like you said, it's like a higher level of masturbation. But, you know, um, females normally connect more in emotion. And I feel like, you know, they get connected to it or something, you know, like that.
1: Don't think for one second these women won't fall in love with a robot. If men can (laughs) fall in (laughs) love with Scrippers, women can fall in love with robots.
3: Men
0: will fall in love with these robots, too. They definitely could, especially if, you know, they have a hard time getting a girl. You know, the last thing you need is some dude losing his girl to, you know, some kind of robot that, you know, a guy that she fall in love with his computer or something, you know. You know, that, that... I, I just feel like that is You know A form of, a form of cheating It'd be It'd be too much of a situation It'd be it's Somebody else out in the market now Now we gotta fight for robot. We gotta fight against robots
1: There you go Ain't nobody got time To be battling against No Robococks <laughs> like All you, you gotta
2: ch- do Is unplug it or something Take the battery out
1: Yeah you say that Until you do that And then keep going And then you don't <laughs> know What the hell is happening In your life one 800 1051 Call us right now It's Freaky Freaky Friday Do you think Having sex with robots Is cheating? And this is coming from somewhere. We didn't just make this up, okay? Yeah,
2: this is, but they're saying that sex robots are going to be everywhere soon. <laughs>
1: yeah, so it's The Breakfast Club. Call us. It's the world's most dangerous morning show, The Breakfast Club. Charlemagne the God, Angela Yee, Envy is on vacation. And today is Friday, so you know what that means. It's, it's freaky, freaky, freaky 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 Friday! Friday. Yeah. And we are discussing these sex robots.
2: Yes, these sex robots are about to be, uh, I guess, available pretty soon. And you probably will end up having sex with a robot as well. Now, I've seen people have virtual sex where they can actually put on the glasses and, like, virtually have sex with somebody that's not really there.
1: I watched a virtual porn. I didn't actually have sex with the person, though. No.
2: Right. And actually, this was Stephanie Santiago. She was at my house, and she was doing it, and I just kept seeing her moving her hands and do. I was like, what are you doing? But she was really, like, virtually having sex mm. while she was watching this. But now there's going to be real robots. And do you think that would be cheating if your significant other had sex with a robot? I, what I, do you think? I
1: definitely. Think that's AI, uh, artificial uh, infidelity. <laughs> no, artificial infidelity. I definitely think it is, especially if you're not telling your wife you're doing it. If you're actually sneaking around to have sex with this sex robot, that is absolutely cheating. Now, if you're telling her what you're doing, it's not cheating. But if you're sneaking around doing it, absolutely is cheating.
2: All right, well, let's see what you think. Good morning. Is it cheating to have sex with a robot? Uh,
1: I don't think that it's cheating. Um, I think that it's only uh, detrimental to a relationship if it's. Um, ruins the motivation that one of the people in the relationship have to do everything that they might want to do in order to get sex. Like, for a play and
2: treat your woman nice, treat your man nice. Yeah,
1: yeah. But okay. also, I think people aren't thinking about the, the uh, positive impact it might have on, uh, on rape culture. It might
3: help to possibly reverse some of these uh, negative feelings. I think it's underestimated how what? powerful it is psychologically that people can't find love or like
1: there's a lot of weirdos out there who literally cannot find anyone for years and years so to be able to have some kind of outlet in order to get these sex juices out of you um, in any way like could well, help basically you're saying instead of raping a human rape a robot well I mean I don't think it you be raping a robot it's, they're not necessarily sentient so that's a different conversation that we'll eventually have to have but right now it's pretty much like putting a ready. cardboard cutout of a person around a flashlight. I'm definitely it's not ready. I, I'm definitely not ready to have that conversation about uh, <laughs> It's coming, with, it's coming. Yeah, either, but it'll, it'll be there.
2: I don't know um, that I would want to have sex with a robot, but I don't know that I would even try it.
1: Me neither. I don't I don't, I don't think that's something I would be into. Like, uh, nah, I'm cool on that. Take another call. You? All right. Oh, right.
2: I'm just thinking about it. All right, good morning. We're talking about sex with robots. Do you think that's cheating if your significant other had sex with a robot?
0: Yes, I do. I actually think it is cheating. And um, this is already, you, um, this is Jeff, the sci fi writer, Jeff Carroll, the sci fi writer. And um, they already have blow up dolls modeled after Beyonce and JLo. So, Angela, I think you should be a sci fi writer too, because you was right on track. Um, I think they will actually do have those robots modeled after your favorite celebrity. Yeah. They'll probably have voices that mimic it and everything. And um, I met you at the Revolt music conference and I gave you my book The Harlem Shake. Oh, that's so I right, I
2: remember. You. Okay.
0: Yes. When I was sitting that side. Cool yes, you were real cool to meet and but I think this is a real conversation because I think robots are going to be able to do the things just like what you said
2: right don't you think
1: that's some type of wouldn't you feel weird if like you saw somebody with a robot that looks just like you like and you
2: came home and your wife was sitting there with Idris Elba or something but even
1: just a complete stranger had a, a robot that looked just like you and right. they're doing freaky stuff to it wouldn't that make you they feel like they already have it I think that,
2: I, with real dolls you can actually make the doll look like whoever you want
1: mm. well the moral of the story is this man uh, cheating is a choice not a robot Okay. I don't even know what that means.
2: Yeah. I don't understand that. All right? But I just
1: felt like saying it, but there is such thing as AI. What if
2: you got a robot that looked like you and had sex with yourself?
1: That's, that's, that's the highest form of, <laughs> of narcissism.
2: Like now that's honestly, masturbation. Like that, no, that's
1: like, that, that's, that's like, like, yeah, that's Tyrese levels of narcissism. Like I, I feel like Tyrese probably has sex and screams out his own name during sex, but that's like taking it to a whole nother level. If you get a robot that looks like you and sleep with yourself, like that's ridiculous. All right. But no, I don't believe in AI, which is artificial infidelity. Uh I, I think that is a real thing, and that's probably something we're going to have to deal with in the future.
2: All right. Well, since we were talking about Tyrese, we'll tell you about some good news that he claims that he has. So hard to believe anything now, though.
1: You know you got caught in another lie yesterday, but I don't have the energy to be calling out Tyrese well, you, and all you, his you lies. You bring
2: it up in Rumor Report. Okay. It's, all right. It's I'm the Angela world's Ye- most
1: dangerous Ye- morning show, The Breakfast Club. Yes.
2: It's about time. What's going on? Yeah. Rumor Report. Rumor Report.
1: This is The Rumor Report.
2: Talk
1: with Angela Yee on The Breakfast Club.
2: Well, look at here, looky here. Tyrese says that Paramount has officially greenlit a sequel to Four Brothers. No lies here. It's all over the net. The script is almost done to the sequel, and it's magic. Going to be cool as hell just getting back with the crew, and then he has Detroit.
1: Okay, can I make an observation? And I'm not even going to sit here and say Tyrese is lying. I'm just going to make an observation. Okay. I want y'all to Google Four Brothers sequel. Okay, just Google. Oh, so
2: you went and looked? Okay. Oh,
1: you know I did. Just Google Four Brothers sequel. When you Google Four Brothers sequel, right, mm-hmm. all you see is a bunch of articles from 2010. It'll say Four, Four Brothers, Brothers to Reunite sequel. for imaginably titled Sequel Five Brothers. January 2010. One is actually from 2015.
2: Okay, that's more recent. But
1: that announcement came from Tyrese's Instagram. The rest of them are from 2010. I actually went and looked at the article that Tyrese posted because it was from Variety, and that was from 2010. So who, what all over the net is Tyrese talking about? Did he go oh, to Dubai it's and...
2: supposed to be called Five Brothers. Did he go back
1: in time? Did he, did, he, did, he, did, <laughs> did, did he go back in time to 2010 when they, they, they were talking about a Four Brothers sequel? Because this didn't happen yesterday.
2: I don't know. But I guess you can Google it so he didn't lie about that.
1: <laughs> All I'm saying is simply Google Four Brothers sequel. Every article is from 2010. What the hell is wrong with Tyrese.
2: What do you think is going to happen with Fast and Furious? Is that going
1: to... No, 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 no. We're not skipping past this four brother sequel that is all over the internet from 2010, okay? Why did Tyrese post... You know what? I'm not sitting there talking about... I'm not worrying about... I don't know what the hell's wrong with Tyrese, okay? (laughs) Something's wrong with Tyrese.
2: Now, let's talk about Lip Service Live since it is Freaky, Freaky, Freaky Friday. Now, a lot of guests came through for our first ever live episode that we did, and Natori Norton is one of them. That's my girl, Natori. Now, she told a story about why... Huge penises aren't always the best. Here's what she said.
3: Okay, so this is kind of personal, but I got a bladder infection. It caused me to have spasms. He (laughs) up my whole. Oh my! God. I was like, I felt like a virgin for the (laughs) first time. This (laughs) happened. This is real life, people. Don't think sometimes you gotta walk away from the big. (laughs) You gotta say no to the big.
1: (laughs) All right. Maybe she got a small vagina.
2: Well, she just had her first baby, so I'm sure, you know, it's big enough for that baby to come out. Listen, really I love stress. hearing
1: negative stories about big I know penises. I Okay? I keep telling y'all women, go get your average, a man with an average size penis like me. Okay?
2: It uh, sounds good in theory, but then I guess when it goes down, you could get a bladder good infection. Good for you, right? That's what you get. Good for you. Don't Star-ball. go chasing
1: big penises. Stick to the average size penises that you're used to. <laughs> all, right? all right.
2: Well, Billboard just had their Women of the Year, uh, Women in Music uh, uh, women in music awards and Selena Gomez was the woman of the year now she also when she got up there had to thank her best friend and kidney donor here's what she said but how crucial it is that
0: the voices that are being heard for the first time is so great and I'm so grateful for all the older women who have lifted all of us up because I couldn't be here without any of you so thank you for all of you that have inspired so many girls who don't feel like they have a voice
2: Mm. That was beautiful that she feels like her, uh, you know, best friend should have gotten it for saving her life. She had complications from lupus and needed to get a kidney transplant. All right. Now, uh, she also talked about Justin Bieber being back in her life because she is working on new music and everything. She said, I'm 25. I'm not 18 or 19 or 20. I cherish people who have really impacted my life. So maybe before I could have been forcing something that wasn't right, but that doesn't mean caring for someone ever goes away. Now, Solange Accepted American Express's Impact Award at the Billboard Women in Music 2017. She said, it's a new day and I am loving it. I have so much gratitude in my soul for how the way my work connected with people. She said, when I think about the word impact, I can't think of a more humbling way to articulate the mark that I would have liked to leave on the world with this work. When she talked about her album, a seat at the table, which I love now Kalani got the rule breaker award at billboard women in music and Mary J. Blige got the icon award. Here's what she had to say.
3: To have been around for so long and still be recognized and still be relevant. is truly a gift from God. And this icon award is a huge responsibility because Icon means for something or someone to look up to something or someone. And when people look up to me, I want them to see my life and have it reflect theirs and understand that if I can make it through everything that I've made it through and still making it through, you can do it as well.
2: Oh, I love Mary.
1: Absolutely. That's the queen.
3: All right. And so that is
2: your rumor report. I'm Angela Yee, and congratulations to our girl, Tracy Adams, from... Epic Records also. What's Tracy do? She is one of the five executives on the rise for Women in Music 2017. Well, drop one of
1: Clues Bombs for Tracy, that's Tracy. That's beautiful. The, the ripe old age is 67 and you're on the rise.
2: What? What are you talking? Why would you say that about her? I'm just
1: messing with Tracy. That's my boo.
2: How are we going to give her a congratulation and you got to say Come something? on, man.
1: You know that's how I Can't am. You just
2: tell her congratulations. Yes,
1: yes I say happy birthday to smash the cake in your face. It's okay. It's love. You know, congratulations, Tracy.
2: Sheesh, little Grinch. All right. Well, let's get ready for Charlemagne's Donkey of the Day. Now, Charlemagne, who you giving that donkey to?
1: Donkey of the Day is all about respect this morning. Okay? Yeah. You, you show respect, you get respect. <laughs> if you show disrespect, you get disrespected. And uh, this is a great story, great example of that. For After the Hour, Donkey of the Day. Charlemagne, say the gang, Donkey of the Day. You are a donkey. <laughs> it's time for Donkey of the Day. Donkey of the day does not discriminate. I might not have the song of the day, but I got the donkey of the day. So if you ever feel I need to be a donkey, (laughs) man, hit me with the Uh, heat.
0: It's
1: a breakfast club, bitches. Who's donkey of the day today? Well, Mr. Ed Sheeran, uh, donkey of the day for Friday, December 1st, is a double donkey. It goes to 69-year-old Edward Khalif and 47-year-old Anina? Ania? Ania Marie Hare of Minneapolis, Minnesota. Now, Thanksgiving was last week. I really enjoy Thanksgiving. I love the food, the fellowship with family. And this year, I love the fact that I am happy to report after Thanksgiving I lost four pounds. Drop one of Clues bombs for me, damn it, okay? I didn't OD like I thought I would. Now, a lot of people weren't looking forward to Thanksgiving this year because they didn't want to have uncomfortable conversations at the dinner table, okay? Conversations about race, religion, sexuality, politics. You know, you got family members that might be sneaky Trump supporters, family members that are open Trump supporters, you know, rape culture, sexual harassment, sexual assault, all hot topics, okay? It was a lot, it was just a lot more than food to digest at the dinner table this Thanksgiving. And I'm sure it was a lot of arguments and a lot of fights that happened, but I pray none of you made a permanent decision based off temporary feelings like... Ania did. Okay. Now Ania told police that she invited her friend 69-year-old Edward Khalif over to her apartment on Thursday to enjoy a Thanksgiving meal. Now, you, you inviting someone over for Thanksgiving is a really intimate thing, right?
2: Yeah, I would say so.
1: Yeah, I really rock with you if I invite you over to get some of this fried turkey or this mac and cheese or this stuff in these kale greens and yams, this sweet potato pie. So the honorable and respectful thing to do if you get invited over to someone's house for Thanksgiving is to bring something, right?
2: Uh, absolutely. You better not come empty-handed.
1: Exactly. Bring a dessert, bring some liquor, bring some weed, okay? If you know this person has the food covered, then be respectful, okay? And the words are fabulous. Find what you can bring to the table and pull up a chair. Well, Edward Khalif did bring something to the table. The problem was, he wasn't respectful with it. See, words matter, okay? I just specifically told y'all that when you are a guest, when you are a guest at someone's Thanksgiving dinner, bring something and be respectful with it. Edward Khalif bought something and he wasn't respectful. In fact, he was selfish. See, Anea Hare told police that she invited Edward Khalif over for Thanksgiving dinner, and before they started to eat, she looked over and saw him lighting up a crack pipe.
3: Whoa. Now, here's the
1: thing crack is whack. But if crack is what you and your folks are into and that's the dish you choose to bring to the Thanksgiving table, God bless, who am I to judge? But the problem is when you have the audacity, the unmitigated gall to light up a crack pipe at someone's dinner table on Thanksgiving and not share. That's exactly what happened here because Ania allegedly told authorities she became angry because Edward did not, one, ask for permission to smoke crack in her apartment and two, never asked her to participate. This is what I mean when I say be respectful. Cranberry and the,
2: crack don't the, go together.
1: Cranberry and crack might, though. Because the levels <laughs> of disrespect Edward has demonstrated is what causes bad things to happen, okay? You get invited to Thanksgiving dinner. You bring some good-ass crack to the feast. Don't ask for permission to smoke the crack in near's apartment and don't offer her any. Edward, that's not how you get your blessings. In fact, that's how you get negative karma. And that's exactly what happened. Because what do you think happened to Edward Khalifi?
2: I have no idea.
1: He's dead, ladies and what? gentlemen. All Not right? from the crack. Listen to me. He is dead because Ania allegedly killed him. See, Ania got angry, and then she grabbed an antenna and a butcher knife and stood in front of the door and told him he can't leave. I guess he tried to break out when she started tripping. You know, he's high on crack. He's paranoid. He started yelling for neighbors to call 911. He broke a window with a vacuum cleaner and tried to escape, but Ania grabbed him by the shoulders and fell on top of him. And as he fought to get the knife from her, Ania said she grabbed him by the front, and he went down, hit the floor face-first on the ground, and then she said he started snoring. Ania called 911. He was taken to the hospital and pronounced dead, and an autopsy showed he died of homicidal violence. Wow. Look.
2: Homicidal, by the way. What did I say? Homicidal.
1: You show respect, you get respect, okay? You show disrespect, you get disrespect in return. I feel sorry for Ania because she showed respect. She put good energy out there, invited him over for Thanksgiving dinner, and Edward came over to her crib and gave Ania his ass to kiss, okay? The least Edward could do was offer Ania a hit of crack. So I understand Ania getting upset, but now Ania is sitting in jail with a second-degree murder charge and a bond of a half a million dollars, and it doesn't sound like either one of them ate.
2: So no no leftovers and nothing.
1: That's what I'm... All (laughs) Thanksgiving arguments should happen while you're eating and continue after dinner is over. At 69 and 47, both of y'all too old to be arguing before dinner. Eat first, then smoke crack and kill each other, okay? The moral of the story is be respectful. If I show you respect, respect me back because disrespect could possibly lead to both of us being disrespected and that's exactly what happened here. Please give Edward Khalif and Ania Hare the sweet sounds in the Hamilton's fleece.
0: Oh, now you are the donkey
3: mm. of the day.
1: As my man Jesus Knight says, You got to see both sides. I can see both sides of this situation. You can? Absolutely. It's okay. disrespectful to come to somebody's house and bring something and then, you know, not even ask them if you can light up in their crib and then not offer them any. Whether oh. it's crack or weed or whatever. What, that's made me, what this
2: made me realize is my family's not so bad after all. True indeed. I'll see y'all at the holidays around Christmas. All right, now, you know, we had Cameron on.
1: Oh, that very biased Cameron interview.
2: Yesterday. Now, yes. one thing you haven't been talking about is him and Juju breaking up. Okay. You actually broke that story up here, at Charlemagne, on The Breakfast Club. I didn't break the story. You yeah, had the exclusive. I
1: just told you what, to he, break the story. what he told me <laughs> so you could put it in rumor report.
2: Yes. All right. Well, uh, one reason, the main reason why Cameron said they broke up is because of social media. Here's what he said.
0: Once Instagram came out, like, I'm the one promoter her on Instagram, marketing her, you know, showing her body and showing people how beautiful she is and saying, look, I got a gorgeous woman without being too untasteful about it to me, in my eyes. But that's how I was marketing her mm-hmm. because I thought she was beautiful. It was fun in the beginning. Then it started getting serious. Why are you following her? Or mm-hmm. you like that person picture? Or people are saying this, and I'm like, yo, you got to be my best friend still. I, I thank God I don't have those problems in my relationship. Yeah, me neither. Mm-mm.
2: You don't ask
1: me nothing. Has social media... So social media never caused you no problem? As in,
2: not in this relationship,
1: no. I, I hear that a lot, though. I hear women get upset. Like, I read a story yesterday where a guy beat his woman every time somebody liked I saw that, saw that too. She
2: had to go get all kinds of reconstructive Cosmetic surgery. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm like, is it that serious? Yeah, he beat her for every like that she got. That don't even, like, nah, it's not that serious. But I have friends that stalk social media, like their boyfriend's social media and mm-hmm. boyfriends that get mad at their girlfriends mm-hmm. based on who liked their pictures, who dm them, all kinds of issues.
1: Well, let's discuss. Mm-hmm. Has social media ruined your relationship because I don't have those problems, right? 1-800-585-1051 and, and, and I want to know how it has ruined your relationship, okay? It's the Breakfast Club. The Breakfast Club. It's the world's Most Dangerous Morning Show, The Breakfast Club. Charlemagne the God, Angela Yee. We are talking about social media. Uh this this conversation stemmed from our very biased interview with Cameron yesterday. Mm-hmm. Uh where Cameron was talking about breaking up with his uh former boo, Juju. Let's hear what Cam had to say.
0: Once Instagram came out like I'm the one promoter on Instagram, marketing her, you know, showing her body and showing people how beautiful she is and saying, look, I got a gorgeous woman without being too untasteful about it to me, in my eyes. But that's how I was marketing her mm-hmm. because I thought she was beautiful. It was fun in the beginning. Then it started getting serious. Why are you following her? Or mm-hmm. you like that person picture? Or people are saying this, and I'm like, yo, you got to be my best friend still.
1: Now, I don't, I don't have those problems in my relationship. You know, I don't, my wife ain't even on social media like that. Like she don't. She don't.
0: Does she look
2: at what you're doing? She follow you? And I don't anything? know if she
1: follows me or not. To be honest, but I definitely don't follow her.
2: Why don't you follow her?
1: Cause I live with her. I see her all the time. I don't, I don't, I don't care. I follow people that you follow people when you want to see what they're doing. I know what she's doing.
2: You don't know what she's doing at this exact moment. And then if she's posting pictures of the two of you, maybe you want to double tap and uh, like it.
1: Nah, I'm good. Like why? Why I gotta like her picture if I tell her I love her every day?
2: Well, I follow my boyfriend. He follows me. We don't have any issues. He likes everything I post. Y'all I like t- what he posts. And no issues. He's think, never asked me anything about anyone.
1: I think y'all seek too much validation from social media. Like, you know how stupid it is for, like, you to have on a nice outfit or you to have your makeup done nice and your man tells you, oh, you look beautiful. But then you post a picture and then you say to him, why didn't you like my pic? I just told you you look beautiful in real yeah, I
2: life. Would, I would never say that. <laughs> he just does it. I would never say, why didn't you like my picture?
1: But And and, and I hate when people get upset over who likes your stuff? Like I don't know none of these people nine times out of ten. Some
2: people feel like their relationship is not real until it's posted on the gram. Man,
1: that's stupid. Like for you to actually get upset because a stranger is liking your man or a woman's pictures is actually a level of retardation. What about
2: him leaving comments on some of these pictures he doesn't know?
1: Like what's the comment though?
2: You know, like the hard eyes.
1: Nah, that's that's ridiculous. Now you are not he wildin'. Like, why would he do that? <laughs> like, but, but what if he just left a comment on a girl's pic like, that does music or a, a girl that got on an outfit? be Like, yo, that's some nice kicks or whatever, whatever. Because like, guys be, be, be following girls, and sometimes they may be DMing girls to ask them about things that they're wearing so they can mm. give it, get it for their woman.
2: Yeah, that you should do that publicly. Why? I'm trying to surprise my I don't my know about sending DMs because that always gets blown out of proportion. So if I
1: send a DM to a girl and I'd be like, yo, where'd you get that outfit? I want to get one for my girl. Opening, I can't do that. you
2: opening the door, man. No,
1: I don't think so. <laughs> Let's go to the phone. You better
2: ask Fashion Bomb Daily. Good morning. Good morning. Has social media ruined your relationship, honey?
3: Yes, it is so what, horrible. What happened? So one night, me and my husband actually decided to go back and forth on social media and pull up people that we had slept with in our past that we were still friends with. and oh, like That's not a fun 20 game. 20 people each. Later, we both got like 20 people deep, and I got so upset because I realized all the likes and all the love that I was getting on Facebook were from females that he had been with. Wow. And it just was so, like, tricky. you think
2: that girls are trying to be funny or were they being nice? Like, oh, that's cute. I'm happy you're happy. If they were
3: being nice, I feel like it's still kind of out of line because I want, and I'm i not that type of female. I wouldn't do that today, man. Like, you happy, you happy. There's no need to linger. Girls like to linger around after the fact with social media.
1: But the thing and- with Instagram is Instagram is there for you to linger. Instagram is a lingering site. So you may linger that's- on somebody's page too long. That don't mean
3: nothing. But there are millions of people on Instagram for stuff for you to like. No need to throw shade over here when you know you was with my man. Basically still hint, hinting like, okay, I see you like, yeah, y'all happy now, but just wait for the breakup. The oh, open.
1: no, see, now that's disrespectful. I didn't hear that part oh. of the story. My bad.
3: Thank you to God. Thank you. Yes. <laughs> we have didn't a, know all that.
1: Have a blessed day, boo. <laughs>
2: <laughs> all right, we're talking about social media. Has it ruined your relationship? Who's this? Hey, what's up? This is Chantelle from Orlando. Good morning, geek. Good the morning, morning Envy.
3: What's up, Charlemagne?
1: Good morning. How are you, Boo? So,
3: what happened with I'm you in social media? Oh man. So, uh, after I broke up with my ex-boyfriend, I started uh, doing poetry to kind of get it out of my system. You know, have an outlet. And I started to meet a lot of really cool people in the city that I was living in. You know, getting a little bit of buzz. That's where I met my baby's father. Mm-hmm. So after I met him, things just went downhill. You know, we fell in love. We had this beautiful baby. And then he got so jealous of every post on my Instagram page. Mind Jesus you, I was crazy. sad, so I was not posting anything. Yeah. But, you know, all the things that I was posting in the past, like, why you have your shoulders out like that? Why were you so hugged up with him? Who is that? Oh, you know, he got a little buzz right now. He's kind of popping. How do you know him? Did you and him used to get together? Really? Mm-hmm. You know, I'm a cute girl. I'm a young. I'm 26. Right. It's all right to use social media. I'm not one of the thots. I'm not out here with my butt sawed and my, you know, everything like that. Insecurity with-
2: is so unattractive in a man, let me tell you. And in a that, way,
1: that's, that's what I think it is. I think that a lot of these guys are already naturally insecure, and social media just magnifies their insecurities. Right. That's all I think it is. Listen, one 800 585 It's the world's most dangerous morning show, The Breakfast Club. Charlamagne Tha God, Angela Yee. Uh, we are sitting in here discussing our very biased interview with Cameron. Well, not discussing the interview, but... Discussing a part of the interview where, right. he, where he broke up with, uh, where he
0: talked about breaking up with Juju.
2: It was mutual, he said. It just yes. wasn't fun anymore.
0: And he said it was because of social media. Let's hit a clip. Once Instagram came out, like, I'm the one promoting her on Instagram, marketing her, you know, showing her body and showing people how beautiful she is and saying, look, I got a gorgeous woman without being too untasteful about it to me in my eyes. But that's how I was marketing her mm-hmm. because I thought she was beautiful. It was fun in the beginning. Then it started getting serious. Why are you following her? or Mm. you like that person picture or people are saying this and I'm like, yo, you got to be my best friend still.
1: I personally don't have those problems, you know Mm -hmm. what I'm saying? And I I would not put that much validation into social media. Like, social media is about likes. It's about retweets. It's about people leaving comments on your page. But, you
2: know, I think part of it for us is different because we are more public figures. Mm -hmm. So our social media is also part of work. Mm. You know, so now if you're dating somebody who doesn't necessarily need to be on, you know For work to promote anything They're just on there Because it's You know Where we all connect Yeah There's all different Kinds of issues That come up But
1: everybody feels Like they have a reason To be on social media Somebody
2: did get mad At me one time For liking someone else's picture Really? Like, yeah I was like Why is that a big deal?
1: Because the truth To the matter is Everybody feels like They're a public figure Right On social media You know how I many people I see have public figure
2: Like sometimes catching... I, I go through my I like to just like People's pictures to sh- I don't leave a lot of comments But I do like to just Show support For somebody's doing Something positive Something good I like their picture. And what's wrong
1: with liking a picture? I don't know. Like like, like if if a woman is at Starbucks, boom, if a woman's at Chick-fil-A, right, I like Chick-fil-A. So if she says something positive about Chick-fil-A, I might like the picture. I'm not liking the picture because of her. I'm liking the picture because of now, this setting. Now, what if setting. she's in
2: a bikini on the beach eating a Chick-fil-A sandwich?
1: I wouldn't like it because I'm because <laughs> I'm smart enough to know how that could be misconstrued. And I don't want to be sitting around in my house arguing about, y'all yeah, was liking it because of the Chick-fil-A sandwich. So why you ain't go to Chick-fil-A page and like pictures on the Chick-fil-A page? You understand what I'm saying? Okay. I would, that's a stupid argument to have. But no, I'm not, I'm not putting that much validation in the social media when it comes to my relationship. Let's go to the phones.
2: Good morning. Who's this? Lady, lady, lady. So tell us your experience on social media and your relationship.
3: Okay, so I was married, and in um, 2013 I had a ruptured aneurysm. I was in a coma and everything. Wow. And when they when they let me come home from the hospital, they had gave me a certain medicine, and I looked on. I grabbed his iPad, and I looked on the iPad, and when I looked at it, it was like multiple women that he was having. Like he even had a baby on me. Mm hmm. And. When I asked him about him, like, are you still? And he met all these women through social media. Wow. And they were like in
2: relationships, and he was married. So you think that if it wasn't for social media, this wouldn't happen
3: in your head? Like, I don't. I I would really think that it wouldn't happen because before this, like, um, I had met him. Actually, I had met him through social media. That's the crazy thing. And we got into a relationship. We we dated. We got into a relationship proposed and we got married. And then it was like an ongoing thing and he would think that he was like a, a like he would think that he was like Instagram famous and he wasn't like he like he really wasn't what okay. I just say, I See? bet you he
1: had public figure in his profile didn't he oh
3: no he didn't that's the actual thing he didn't but he would act like he was a public figure and he wasn't he you're can't. like calm it down boo okay mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm.
2: <laughs> like he didn't have <laughs> all right thank you lady I'm sorry to hear about Thanks. everything not working out though Thank you. Good morning. We are talking about social media and your relationships. Has it affected yours? Who's this?
3: Hey, this
2: Trav. Trav. Oh, my God, Trav, I missed you.
1: I miss you, too, boo. Hey, Charlemagne. Hey, Trav. What's up, sis?
2: So, Trav, has <laughs> social media affected you now that we all are following you?
3: Listen, let me... Well, one, I, I, don't, I don't... Nobody followed me because I, I had to put my page on private. But the reason I have to do that is because my boyfriend actually deleted my last Instagram because people was DMing me and stuff. And mind you, I don't even be talking about nothing. I just, I just, you
2: know, respond, say hey. But he deleted my whole Instagram because he insecure. Well, well you're and a little snack, trap. I'm
3: not going to lie. <laughs> well, I don't be giving nobody
1: the time of day. What you about to say, Charlamagne? You a flirt, bro. I do flirt, but at the same time, come I know on, I'm not going to You can't be cheat. out here
2: flirting ain't on no social media.
1: No, I mean, it is butt involved, but ain't no butt when it comes to this <laughs> because you a flirt. You, and your man know you a flirt, and he don't want you on Instagram flirting with people.
2: And think how yeah, embarrassing you. that is to him. He know you all in a relationship you on social media flirting.
3: He just he just insecure. You shouldn't be deleting nobody Instagram. You should stop you flirting. Insecure. Whatever, whatever. But good to, hear, good to talk to y'all. Oh, he
2: gotta go. <laughs> yeah, he gotta have go. a to go. Bye
1: Trav. Thirsty Trav. <laughs> now the moral of the story is stop putting so much validation into social media. Okay. I was always taught don't let a lot of people into your relationship business anyway, and all social media does is open the door for a bunch of strangers to be in your relationship business. All right. Mm-hmm. But now, you, you got a report coming? Post.
2: Yes, let's talk about Chanel West Coast. Now, she ended up going viral for having a tantrum outside of the club. Well, she gives an explanation of what really happened. See if you believe it. She
1: lying. It's The Breakfast Club. The Breakfast Club. Oh, yeah. Friday just hit me. You know how you be at work and you be sitting at your desk and all of a sudden you're like, God damn, I'm tired. I'm ready to go.
2: <laughs> oh yeah, it's you and and M-Z who works with us also. You guys Man. are both tired. Whatever
1: whatever hit him, just hit me just now too. You
2: huh? know how I feel on Fridays? I come into work feeling tired and then I start feeling energized. No. Mm-hmm.
1: Good. God bless you.
2: And I always say, I want to go. I always am tired, and I'm like, I'm going to go home and go to sleep, and it never ends up happening, and I end up just staying up all day. Uncle
1: Charlotte don't got that kind of energy. I want (laughs) to lay on the couch and catch up on She's Gotta Have It, and I want to catch up on The Punisher, and I need to catch up on White Famous this weekend. Those are my plans. All right. Now, we got the rumor report coming up next, and uh, speaking of White Famous, or somebody who thinks they're famous, Chanel West Coast.
3: Listen up. All the gossip. Gossip.
1: The rumor report. With Angela, Angela
3: It's the
2: rumor report. The
1: Breakfast Club.
2: Well, we talked about this. Chanel West Coast had a meltdown when she couldn't get into the club. All right, here's what happened. If you forgot.
3: You'll never be more than security. We got bitch. Security loves to hold out whoever the f*** they can. Because they insecure about their own life. Wish you could be a little white girl rapping. You wish you could spit bars like me. You wish you could be on TV like you, bitch. F off. I don't care who's filming me. I came with eight fing <laughs> hot girls, Apple from Black Eyed Peas, motherfucking popping people. F <laughs> off, bitch. Go let in some irrelevant, bitch. Some irrelevant escort type bitches that want to suck.
1: Delusional. Oh, why is she talking about other people who can get in? Trash. She'll never get that far. She'll never get far with that attitude. And she'll get her ass kicked with that attitude.
2: Well, she does have an explanation about what happened. Now, she spoke to TMZ and she gave her account of why it was a carefully planned attack outside the club. Here's what she said
3: i'm gonna be honest too i saw a camera guy filming and i was like hey maybe if i act a little crazier i'll get some attention because at this point i think Mm. that that's what this world has come down to i think that the only way to get attention is to act like a complete ignorant fool I'll be honest, I put a little extra on it. I was going to say, we got a lot of traction on the website you know, that day, so just, thank you for that. I just spiced it up a little, just, you know, to <laughs> hype it up and get some attention because, God forbid, I get any attention for being the normal, hard-working, kind person
2: I
1: am. How do y'all pay attention to people like that? People who do anything for attention. Have some integrity about yourself. Right. And don't you realize when you put that negative energy into the world, it's going to come back to you?
2: I'll never act a fool to try to get attention. So
1: you're going to talk like that to somebody. Just let's, let's just say, right, she's talking like that to somebody, and somebody's Slaps the hell out of her. So you you rather take that smack for attention? Is, is now, getting that would got a attention? lot of
2: attention. But it's getting beat up with al- the attention. She also says that the security told her, "Hey, bring your cutest friend and ditch the rest." And she said and so she bought
1: al P from the Black Eyed Peas. Apple. Apple from the Black Eyed Peas. That and she said it just friend?
2: really offended me. I was like, "Bring your cutest friend and just the rest of your friends. Who does that? Only a bad friend does that." So she said she was just Offended that the security told her to ditch everyone. All right,
1: okay. All right. Too much to talk about, Chanel West Coast.
2: All right. (laughs) Well, let's talk about DMX. He pleaded guilty yesterday to one count of tax evasion, so he could be going to jail for up to five years. Now, he was arrested in July and charged in a multi year scheme evading as much as $1.7 million in taxes. He's been charged with 14 counts, and he faced more than 40 years before he copped a plea. So, under that plea deal, he will be sentenced to between 57 and 60 months. That's a long time. I'm going to be honest with you.
1: I think people should just leave DMX alone. I don't care what nobody says, man. DMX is anointed, man. If you've ever been around DMX, you can feel God coming out that brother. Now, when it comes to human choices, does he make the best choices? No. But spiritually, that brother is anointed. DMX needs help, not prison time.
2: At first, he said that he had other people in charge of his taxes and finances, and then he tried to say that the money went to his ex-wife for child support. But then he finally had to take responsibility and, you know, say that he was funneling his paychecks into accounts run by his managers so they could pay him in cash. So that's what he was doing to try to avoid paying taxes. So he did come clean and cop a plea deal.
1: I still don't think he should go to jail. Like, like let DMX go out there and do motivational speeches or, or, or something. Let him go talk to kids, something. Like, there's a whole lot more DMX could be doing with his, with his voice.
2: All right, now let's discuss Trey the Truth. When he was up here with Hustle Gang, he talked about J.J. Watt. Now, J.J. Watts has raised he's from the Houston Texans, and he raised $30 million through his Hurricane Harvey Relief Fund. But Trey the Truth wanted to know, A, what's happening with that money, and B, let's work together on the ground level and make sure that the people who really need this money are going to get it because he's been Absolutely. out. Absolutely. And he's been out with Mr. Rogers nonstop. Absolute. Helping to my God, Mr. Rogers. Absolutely. Helping people in person, hand-to-hand. now here is what he said on The Breakfast Club.
0: Why did you decide to call out J.J. Watt? A lot of people not touching the areas that we touching. You know, we've been out there almost 95, almost 100 days straight easy. Uh, brother J.J. had raised all that money.
1: $32 million. $32 wait, million. Wait, wait, dollars. Oh, more now, probably. Yeah and, yeah, and and, and, and Trey w- was rightfully interested in, okay, well, where's this money, where's going?
0: money going? So rightfully so, you know, bro reached out to him. Like, hey, yo, I don't know what you got going on, but maybe we can join, you know, join together. I felt that he was going to be genuine and reach back, and he didn't.
2: Alright, well J.J. Watt has since posted on his Facebook, today was the first time since my injury that I had a chance to go out and see firsthand some of the work that is being done with the money that everyone so generously generously donated to the Harvey Relief Fund. I went and saw a few of the homes that are being rebuilt after being completely gutted from floor to ceiling and even the roof. The people and their stories were both heartbreaking and uplifting all at the same time. So nah, he told some stories about what he saw.
1: I hope J.J. Watt just not out there doing photo ops though. You know what I'm saying? Because it, I'm glad that you went there and you got on the ground to see what was going on. But now you know where some of that money should be going. And that's all Trey was trying to tell him. Trey was like, yo, you raised $32 million. I'm from the streets of Houston. Let me show you where some of this money should go.
2: Right. He said he went to visit the Houston Food Bank that serves services over 600 agencies in 18 counties. He said last year they provided over 83 million meals and they estimated that in the wake of Harvey, their production tripled and it currently remains at double the standard rate and it will do that well into next year. And
1: J.J. should drop his ego. I don't know if he has an ego, but he should drop his ego and connect with guys like Trey. Yeah. Trey is on the ground. Like, Trey's really on the ground he's from his there. hands dirty. Connect with Trey. Connect with Mr. Rogers. Like, y'all should connect and try to rebuild the city of Houston. If it's all about Houston, it should be about Houston, right?
2: Yeah. Period. Okay. Well, I'm Angela Yee and that is your rumor report.
1: Yes. Uh, we have the People's Choice Mix coming up and I'm going to be honest with you. This has confused me all week because DJ Envy is on vacation, right?
2: Mm-hmm. And if
1: he's on vacation, how the hell does he leave a, a mix every day?
2: You already know what this is about.
1: Is he mixing from Bobo? Bo- 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 Bo? Where are you from? Bo- Bora, Bora. Bora Bora. What's Bobo? <laughs>
2: Yes, he's mixing right now. It's the People's Choice mix with DJ Envy.
1: Yes, right here on The Breakfast Club. Oh, and peace, Revolt. Blessings to you. Diddy, what's happening?